0: Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canata.
1: And I'm Margo Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. Brought to us tonight by Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com.
0: Now, each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans Restaurant and food community to join us, and we invite them to bring along their own guest, a plus One. We never know who the Plus One is going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, family member, fellow restaurant colleague. Well, a special guest on Midnight Menu Plus One tonight is an authority on one of the staples of human existence, beer. Uh, Jeremy Labadie wrote the book on the history of New Orleans beer. He's a beer blogger, and he's known as the Beer Buddha. Uh, Buddha's promising that his plus one is going to be someone awesome. He's been bragging about this week. Can't wait to meet him or her. I'm wondering who that could be. Who's more awesome than, than Buddha? I don't know, Krishna, like some other uh, avatar. I don't know. But uh, all will be revealed in a matter of moments. And But before we get to Buddha, Margo, let's catch up on this week's Culinary Adventures. you eat anything worth reporting?
1: I did not eat anything, but I uh, watched a movie about food. What was that? The 100-Foot uh, the Journey.
0: <laughs> wow! What's that?
1: Uh, well, you're gonna have to go see it, but I have to tell you, it was very good and and beautiful. Nice story. And my seven-year-old sat through a two-hour food movie. Yeah, so. but
0: Julian's exceptional. That's like saying your 15-year-old sat through a two-hour food movie, right? <laughs> I mean, he's like he's ridiculous. It's he's, a sweet story. He's it's like sweet. big. He's like he's a, he's Tom Hanks in it, or, <laughs> or the reverse, I guess. Yeah. Wow. So you so, liked it? Yes, it Is was. it a brand new film? Yes. Cool.
1: Helen Mirren, Mirren is that oh, her name? Oh, you know
0: she lives in New Orleans part time. Really? And she said on record she wants to die in New Orleans. She said that like twenty years ago. That
1: makes me like the movie even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She loves this place. She says it's her favorite place.
1: Excellent. Well, did you uh, eat anything exciting? All right, I'm gonna week? I'm
0: gonna confess something to you that you're gonna mock me about. Um, I had, you know, I've been on a barbecue kick lately. Uh, I was on that barbecue show, Best in Chow, on the Cooking Channel. I was a judge for that, right? And we we judge these things. I've been eating a lot of barbecue lately. But I'm going to say this, and I'm just going to be honest about it. The um, the best barbecue I think I've ever had in my whole life. Now, granted, I don't have a very refined palate in this subject. But, I mean, to me, it was the best barbecue I ever had, hands down. Put me in an ecstasy. It was unbelievable, The stuff. <laughs> it was so great. It was by a place called Old McDonald's. And it's not in uh, Orleans Parish. <gasps> you yeah. left the parish? No, no, no. I ate in Orleans Parish. So I still can say I've never eaten there but uh, in that parish. But... Um, and I have nothing against this parish, by the way, because it's in one of the ones I can't pronounce. But it's Hammond, Louisiana. It's Hammond. I've never been to Hammond. Okay. But they brought the barbecue here. I was at a wedding party, and it was so incredible. If you're ever in Hammond, you got to go to Old McDonald's. I can't – I mean, I will. I can't believe how good this was. I already had dinner, and then I went to the wedding party. And when I, As I got out of the car, I said to Kathy, don't let me eat. And then as I saw that barbecue from across the room, I had already given up my willpower. I went over, and I had, like – I don't know eight or ten ribs right away. It's unbelievable, <laughs> just falling off the bones. Super delicious, succulent, unbelievable. So yeah, it changed my life forever. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget this barbecue.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, our uh, I'm excited to meet our guest this evening. But before we get to Jeremy, uh, let's talk about Eat Fit Nola.
0: Yes, Eat Fit Nola is something we have as a friend of the show. We've we've uh, we've had her on our show before. When you dine out at participating. Eat Fit NOLA restaurants on Wednesday, August 20th for lunch or for dinner, the proceeds are going to benefit Eat Fit NOLA programs, including on-site health screening for restaurant staff, um, nutrition education and high school culinary programs, teaching gardens, community cooking demonstrations. They do all this kind of wonderful stuff. And so you can find out more about participating restaurants by clicking on the link. We're going to put this up on our website, the Midnight Menu Plus One page, uh, on com, or you can go directly to them at eatfitnola.com. So uh, yeah, we really want to promote that. That sounds like a wonderful uh, project. Excellent. Time for a guest now, huh? Yes. All right. Well, we're very excited. I, I, I heard that, um, that the reason why he got his name was because uh, he actually grew up uh, as a small child in the Himalayas and Tibet. <laughs> and when he was three years old, um, the elders of, uh, of the uh, local Tibetan religion came to him and wanted to proclaim him the next Buddha, and he turned it down because he knew his destiny was beer instead. And he ventured to New Orleans, and now he's here as the beer guru of New Orleans and, and maybe the world. And so he can tell us all about that. I'm really fascinated to hear more about how, uh, how you turned down um, the religious mantle of, uh, <laughs> of global Buddhism for, uh, for beer.
2: That's better than the real story. <laughs> <laughs> you got I doubt tell it. Us
1: the beer. Real story. Wait, though. that's not
2: it? No, I wish it was. That would be awesome. Uh, well, no, the real welcome. story is just. Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. The real story is I was at a party and uh, and I was just talking talking about beer. You know, just the girl was there that had friend of my wife, and she said, you know. You're fat. You're bald. And you're like the Buddha beer, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I kind of was like, "Oh, that's awesome." I'll she didn't it.
1: even say you have a beautiful smile. She was just no, like,
2: no. She didn't say you looked at peace. No, None of those no, things. No, not at all. It no. was all
0: just superficial. Yep. She Absolutely. said your belly reminded her of Buddha. Yes.
2: Wow. And it worked. So. <laughs>
1: did she taste any of any beer that you've ever brewed?
2: No, 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 no. She no? doesn't. My. She's like my wife. She did not uh, drink a whole lot of beer. Uh, the. This year, I think the girl that did it is a cocktail girl so yeah my wife doesn't drink at all so oh wow perfect design- perfect designated driver <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
1: well can you um tell us a little bit about uh how you got interested in beer and
2: uh, you know i I can yeah I went, when i uh when I turned 21 decided that I wanted to start drinking something different than all the stuff i was drinking before because now i was 21 and so i went to uh it was the savis center at the time and uh was just perusing the aisles and i saw a rogue dead guy wait so before you're 21 you're drinking whatever you whatever you can
0: find because you sure. can go out and get it right absolutely So now you want to be more choose uh you want to be more intentional yeah i wanted I to pick want something choose, different
2: okay. something that i've never had before and it was a rogue dead guy 22 ounce bottle sitting on the shelf and I thought it was awesome. I just had that uh, skeleton sitting on a barrel.
0: So his rogue beer it was the first. It was yeah. your first? I still have uh, that bottle. craft beer. You yeah. still have the bottle. You saved the, the bottle. bottle. Yeah, I still Come have on. the bottle.
2: Come on. Yep. It says 1996 right on the side. Okay.
0: Not yeah. not one out of seven thousand people have the uh, maybe eight thousand have the uh, first bottle of uh, craft beer they ever yep, drank. Yeah, I have it. Yep, That's sitting so cool. on my shelf. Yeah.
1: Did you? Uh, have the intent to save it, or you were just so moved by the flavor and the
2: I saved every single bottle that I've ever consumed up to a certain point, and then it got to the point I had too many beers, and so I threw them all out and saved just certain ones. And that one was. Wait, how many seven? bottles did you get up to before you threw them out? About two thousand.
0: So did you have insect problems in the house, or rodents, no. or anything like that from it? I mean, what's No, what? I washed them out. <laughs> you washed
2: them out. Okay. So your well, wife you doesn't drink, but my she wife, appreciates. Uh, my your wife supports this one hundred percent. Yeah, she doesn't mind at all. Um, it, sometimes, to answer your question, sometimes I put them up on shelves, and then sometimes there was nowhere for me to put them, so they just stayed in boxes. Wow. And then it just got to the point where it's like, what am I going to do with this? So so how did you, like, emotionally, how did you, like, just jettison all those bottles after, you, after they became,
0: you know, so much? You uh, wrapped no, up there identity. was no emotion. I just you I just, just One day you just woke up and said, I don't want them anymore. Yeah. You threw yeah. them out, and then all yeah. of a sudden you had breathing room in your house. You had a lot of breathing You doubled room. the amount of living space I, overnight. I
2: did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff, a lot of bottles in, it. And, and, and none of them they weren't they weren't the same. They're all different bottles.
0: Did you ever think about selling the collection instead of just chucking it? I mean, it might be worth something, wouldn't it be? No, Couple it thousand doesn't. Above it doesn't bottles? go
2: that far back. I mean, I, literally '96 <laughs> is as far as it goes back. Ah. Um, some of the old Abita bottles were pretty cool because uh, you can see the you know the I got to have an Abita amber from this year, and then it would be the bottle change. Oh, you know, cool. which would see it, but. I just chucked them.
1: Now, when you drink a beer, what do you what what do you appreciate about it? Is it like wine? I mean, I, honestly, I'm not a big drink beer drinker, so I I'm, I would love to understand from your perspective. Uh, what, yeah, absolutely,
2: uh, it's definitely does it point.
1: enhance food for you, or is it just alone you drink it and, and um, just the?
2: I drink it alone. Uh, I don't pair my food with my beer. You can. I just that's just not what I do. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I I can do it and I have done it. I just prefer to let it stand alone. Um, for, and that's just my personal preference. So you mostly so. don't have beer at meals, huh? I never have beer at meals. You never have beer at meals? You're a no. big
0: beer drinker, but you just don't have Yeah. yeah. No.
1: So what is it? Is it, do you, are, should a, a, a beer, I mean, is it completely personal or what represents a beer? I mean, is that just completely individual or is it, should it have a nice, full round flavor like just depends on what you want so it's um, it's completely well, I guess it's yeah. not Maybe you're like asking
0: are there any types of beer that you just hate like a whole class of beers that you that light you know, beer light beer well okay it's just because I don't it doesn't make sense yeah no I'm not knocking it's not a serious beer or? drinker in America well, goes, I mean like, you, you a might as well drink water fan.
2: I mean like I don't I'm not going to sit here and knock Budweiser or any of those you know that that right. that's fine that's what you want that at least has some sort of flavor but a light beer just doesn't make sense to me so Right. I mean, you're, you're in it for the calories, which then you just might as well just drink water. <laughs> wow. That doesn't even make sense at that point. Because yeah, you really are kind of ruining. What are you doing? You're spending five bucks on a Bud Light.
0: <laughs> I think we should establish his credentials before we continue, just to just. I have no credentials. Well, at you, all. well, you have some, right? You're, you're head of beer at Martin's Wine Cellar. I just, am not. You're not? Weren't you? I used to be. Oh, you used to be? Oh, I thought you still were. Okay, Nine, well, you have been. That was
2: in 2009.
0: Okay, okay. And then I went it's to NOLA Brewing. Long. Okay, well, then you're... Okay, NOLA you Brewing, that's Nola Nola a big brewing. deal. And also, you uh, wrote the, the book kind. on beer, too. we got to talk about it in a little while. But I, you wrote the yeah. history of beer in Nola. Co-wrote the history of beer in New Orleans. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I've been around. I've uh, worked for a distributor. I've worked for a retailer. I've worked for a brewery. So the three-tier system, I have it covered. Um, I've, worked, I've worked it all. Um, usually, I like retail. Uh, you have a little more power uh, as to what you want to bring in. And you're not stuck on one brand or... Uh, Whatever the distributor will carry I can just do whatever I want I enjoy that part of it more Just because You just get more options that way for me
1: And do you enjoy Like working, helping people Figure out what beer they like Oh sure, yeah
2: that's fun Uh, Because usually you get those I just don't like beer um, and then you get some uh, Like the husband will come in And he's like Oh she wants a girly beer And he's like Oh there's no such thing As a girly beer <laughs> You know I mean y- y- The typical girly beers Quote unquote Would be like A beet of strawberry I love a beat of strawberry Me too I mean after I mow a lawn That's what I want to drink <laughs> You know And it, so wow. whenever Somebody says girly beer That's right. not And you're a good
0: husky guy With a beard And you're a beer yes. expert I'm glad I'm going to quote you now Whenever somebody judges me Quoted, my Quote away. Strawberry.
2: I'll drink I'll drink yingling all right. What's Yingling? It's just an it's a, it's American lager. It's something simple. It's the oldest brewery in the country. Huh. I, I, they don't sell it here, but mm. we bootleg it here. Mm. My plus one bootlegs it here. Uh, uh, wait, don't uh, give it away. We're not no, ready no, for no, 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 not yet. M- we M- see her. I, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy at the shock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so tell us um, – what motivated you to write a book? And uh, then I would like to get into that. Tell, tell everyone. Tell us the name of your book, and when it came out,
2: uh, and who the, you co-authored Sorry. it with. And the name of the book is New Orleans Beer: A Hoppy History, mm-hmm. uh, Big Easy Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no intentions of writing a book. Uh, I distrib the the uh, publisher. Publisher reached out to me. And so I said, oh, yeah, no problem. I can write a book. And then it's OK. Well, we need it by November. And this was last summer. It's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I can do that. I've never written a book before. And so my wife is uh, she like big into history. So she's like, OK, I'll do a lot of that research for you. So she went to the library and she said, you're screwed, buddy. <laughs> and because there, there's no information. Wow. Um, and I was like, I've got to get this done by November. And it was like, it's going to take you longer than that. And I remembered that there was a guy that I'm friends with on Facebook that had been doing um, some research for a beer tour around town. I was like, well, let me reach out to him. Maybe he can help or maybe he can just join. And so I, I asked him, I said, hey, you know, what do you got? And he's like, I've been doing this for two years. And I said, all right, do you want to team up, do some superpowers? <laughs> and he's like, absolutely. And so we combined forces and we were able to get it done. And it's Argyle. It was Argyle, yeah. Yeah, we love Argyle. He yeah. Like, yeah He's yeah. one of the
0: first people we had on our show about two years ago. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, he yeah. it was Argyle and he was just he was so excited and he had so much knowledge. It was like this is perfect. This is the perfect pairing and we worked really well together because he did his history thing, I did the other stuff, and it was just like okay, then we just we, we saw each other once. The entire time we wrote. The really? Book. That's that was it. That's so funny. That we you didn't live in the need same to. Same town. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't that we. What a world we live we in. We didn't reach out to each <laughs> other. It was just we didn't really need to. This is another
0: Facebook success story. Yeah,
2: and yeah. I, I mean, I
0: wrote. Uh, I met you through Facebook. That's why yeah, you're here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You meet Argyle through Facebook. You write a book together. You don't even have to meet each other once. Crazy.
2: Yeah, never had met him before met him once since, and now I like now, him? now I yeah, I love him, he's awesome, <laughs> I get along with everybody, but now I mean we've seen each other a lot, so it's you know it's it's different, but yeah we have we've we've had a we've had a lot of fun doing this
1: so what's one of the most surprising things that comes into mind about the history of beer
2: that New Orleans had a brewery in like seventeen twenty six huh so right 1726 over, yeah so 8 years after the city gets settled yeah. they were already making breweries here sure and it was uh, Argyle will probably correct me on this cuz he did the history part of it, but it was it was uh the Gentilly area right around there and it was huge it was a suburb back then yeah, yeah. and it part and it, what was interesting he was able to get the first the first time somebody in New Orleans at least somebody that skipped out on a bar tab
1: <laughs> we had like the first
2: deadbeat, you know, for a bar. Who was that? I don't know. That Argyle, thats Argyle's thing, right there. But it wasn't. It was that same brewery uh, that sued him for the money. So <laughs> it was suit? pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah. It was awesome. He got a lot of—he had a great a lot of great information.
0: Now there was a time where New Orleans was what, like one of the two or three top
2: uh, brewing cities in America. We were right? the brewing capital of the South. Wow. Yeah. When, we, when what period would that be? Uh, probably late eighteen hundreds, um, right up to prohibition. Prohibition really, really hurt. Yeah, 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 definitely. Explain to us how Prohibition,
0: um, how, how it altered the beer drinking scene and changed the quality of beer and all the rest of it. You know, when you get into that a lot, you don't book.
2: hear, no, we don't really, because New Orleans didn't really suffer Prohibition that badly. Beer wise, we did, but New Orleans is, it was just like, whatever, we're going to do what we want. But the brewery suffered because they couldn't right. produce it. Uh, and you know people were producing alcohol but the breweries really did suffer right right. because a lot of them were national breweries not local Uh Um, we had a lot of local too but you know they they had to shut down right Uh, they were producing malt products things like that um and yeah that i mean that hurt that hurt nationwide i mean we had like right now on the books we have we're close to three thousand breweries in the country um there was a point we cut down to like a dozen or two, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was that low. And so, yeah, we're shooting back up quick. Real quick. Yeah. I think we need to drink some beer. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I love the way you poured that. You didn't angle the glass at all like the bartenders usually do. You just poured it straight down and oh,
2: yeah. let the head go right up.
0: Now, what are we drinking?
2: This is, uh, this is from my home state. I don't know who's drinking this. You're not drinking it. Megan's going <laughs> to. Sorry, I gave oh. it away. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, we know her name's Megan. All right. We're going to have to have. <laughs> Why don't we just bring her up now? Yeah, yeah, let's good. do that
2: since I just gave it away. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. But uh this is um from my home state, Virginia. Licking Hole Creek uh Magic Beaver Belgian style. Oh, wow. That's like, um, what a great name. Absolutely it's a great name. Spicy. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And honey or something.
2: This is, you know, they're using um American and New Zealand hops in a Belgian style beer Okay. so they're they're having fun with it this is really one of the uh, Virginia right now and I hate talking about Virginia but that's my home state but they're coming out with some really amazing beers right now so it's nice to see but the reason I brought this one was because New Orleans and Louisiana is going that way too Um, we're not growing as fast as them yet but we're right around the corner and it's going to be fun
1: why is uh, Virginia growing so fast their
2: laws encourage growth whereas our laws inhibit growth um, I mean You, you know um, Using 40 Arpent uh, As an example They're in um, St. Bernard Parish They're in Chalmette He absolutely refused To open a brewery In Orleans Parish hmm. They opened up A hair salon In Orleans And just the The amount of crap That they went through He said never again And so he opened up In St. Bernard So just hard to get permits and, Oh yeah. The Nola Brewing It took them 30 plus days just to get Their water turned on Mm. They had to get Stacey Head involved, from what I understand. So
1: there, and and there are laws probably too that are archaic that still prohibition
2: era. Absolutely, sure. The fact that we have distributors is prohibition era. You have to have a middleman. You have to. You have no choice. Uh, In San Diego, you do have a choice. You don't have to. What about North
1: Carolina and Virginia? Do they have a choice? Do do you have? They
2: do. Um, They they have distributors as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they you know most states have them. Um, st- st- some states don't. Some states you don't have to have a distributor. You can grow on your own up to a certain point, and then you can then you have to go to a distributor. You know, here Nola Brewing, when they first started, uh, forced to go through a distributor. You had no choice. And if a distributor doesn't want to pick you up, you don't have a business. Hmm. Um, and they went through Glazers. Well now
0: your plus one has been waiting patiently yeah, by sorry. the mic hasn't been breathing heavy so or, sorry yeah. <laughs> Tell us
2: who she is why you brought her and um, welcome um Megan Capone all right, and uh, I, I brought her because you know she's one of my she's one of my besties she's one of my drink buddies, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I also wanted to just completely confuse you guys and just make sure you had no clue who I was going to bring. At <laughs> <all>. <laughs> So, so you're, are you involved in the food industry, or you just, uh, or beer I industry? You just
0: like to drink. I <laughs> she <laughs> definitely <laughs> likes to drink.
3: I do. I do like to drink. Now, um, yeah. Now, thank God, I just had a baby, so I'm very excited oh, to drink. Oh, congratulations! Now. Thank you. It's fun to get back to drinking again. <laughs> sometimes, every few hours, uh, well, not every few hours, but <laughs> you know, I space <laughs> it out. Um, anyway, um, and my husband, he's a home brewer, and so that's oh. that's how he and I met, because um, my husband. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Megan,
0: Are you a writer? Yeah,
3: I write ah. for. Le- well, I used to work for um for Gambit, but now I'm happily not doing anything but freelance because I'm just taking care of the baby. Um, but yeah, um, when I write, it's Megan Braden Perry. All so, right,
0: now you start to talk about your husband. Yeah, homebrew.
3: yeah, yeah. Um, he homebrews, and I guess it's kind of um, I guess kind of like the same type of story that Jeremy had, where it's like you know, there's a friend who says you know something, and then it kind of clicks with him. Um, that's kind of what happened with Grant. Grant is my husband. And he always was into beer. Like, he would see these Mr. Beer kits and he would say, Oh, that, that looks kind of cool. And I, I was like, He was just trying to play it off, you know? And then I'm like, well, I think he kind of likes it. Let me just get it for him. So I got it for him one day and he fell in love with it. He, and he just fell really hard into it. He researched, went to Brewstock, and now he makes everything himself. And he's doing New Orleans on tap. And so they just talk beer and do beer shares and. Go to Avenue Pub all the time. I explain
0: to us New Orleans on tap.
3: Oh yeah, we're New Orleans on tap. Um, proceeds, all the proceeds benefit the um, LASPCA, and so the home brewers and maybe the other people too. Maybe the main brewers donate their beer. I don't know. Yeah. But I know the home brewers. Um, you know they're allowed to donate their beer because you can donate your beer and it's fine. Um, but if it's something where someone were to actually buy it, then legally you can't do it. Okay. I guess I don't know. But um, he did it last year and he really liked it. And people just come And they, um, it's free to get in And then you just buy tickets And if you want to try a beer You can And so it's a really nice way To get people to try A bunch of different types of beer Like sours um, This guy Mitch He makes a lot of sours um, And then the Crescent City Home Brewers, They make a million things Grant makes stuff Cajun Fire folks are there huh. It's fun
0: well, we That's know you're great. fun because you are you're you're alternating. You have in your left hand uh, the beer that he just this, yeah. this great rich Belgian, <laughs> and in your right hand you have another cocktail that you just got in the bar next door, mm-hmm. and you're sipping one and sipping the other. I like that. That's pretty cool. Hope we're getting a good shot of that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you drinking? What's the cocktail?
3: A Negroni. Nice. Um I'm drinking it because my um my friend, who's you know I guess kind of like the way that Jeremy is like a brother to me, my friend James Cullen, who's the chef at Treo um he and i went out today just to hang out and go to Takaria corona favorite oh we love that yeah right here yeah (laughs) Yeah, i love it so um we went out there and he was the first person who ever got me a negroni and i was like oh hey go ahead get a negroni since he's on my mind
0: so (laughs) beer wasn't enough you had to get the negroni Mm -hmm. too all right it's cool yeah Uh. Now, did your husband participate in that uh, beer tasting, the big one that, that Y.E.S. does oh, at, uh, at Mardi Gras World? I
3: was super pregnant at the time. Uh, I went into I was labor a volunteer two days that. after. That was fun.
1: Oh, it two was days fun. after? Yeah.
0: Oh, wow.
3: It was really fun. But I went with him. Um, so I was his, des- his designated driver who was walking around like a penguin. And people were like, oh, my God, you're really here? What are you doing here? How,
0: how, how, what, was, what relation to when you gave birth?
3: Um, two days before. Two days before, yeah.
0: You're running around. So at nine and a half months pregnant, you're running around with like what? There like three hundred kinds of beer to drink, yeah, whatever, and you like, can't drink any of it at that point.
3: Yeah, and I'm just waddling like um the little penguin on. Is, isn't there a penguin on Batman? I feel like and, you're, and your husband's yeah, yeah. getting.
0: <laughs> He's got to be getting plastered because er everybody there was blitzed. Yeah. 100% of the people there were blitzed. How could you not be? I mean, you pay to get in, and then you have 300 beers to choose from. you got to try them all. And then after that,
3: like, all the beer geeks went to Avenue Pub. (laughs) So he's there, like, just taking full advantage of the designated driver thing. Avenue Pub
0: is sort of like the beer headquarters. Would you say of like? I mean, there's several places that have a good choice in New Orleans, but Avenue Pub seems to be the preferred place for folks that want the constant widest variety,
2: uh, best of the South for beer bars. Yeah, right, definitely.
1: And it's because they are so they have such a variety, and the, I mean the atmosphere is cool and. Well,
2: Polly Polly understands beer, and she's taken it upon herself to learn the product. Um, whereas some of the other beer bars, I mean, it's just like, ah, oh, just bring the scent and sells. And, you know, she actually cares about it and you know, she cares about it and she understands it. She knows what people want. And so, I mean, that, that's important. You know, it's not just there to make money. It's there to, you know, to appeal to, to all the beer geeks and to, and to just, just promote the beer culture. And she does a really good job at it.
1: Yeah. Wonderful.
2: Now, do you have a day job besides just drinking beer? And yeah. writing books? <laughs> I do, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I work for job one. Okay. Um, I put people back to work. All I right. I find people jobs.
0: So any of our listeners that, that are looking for jobs right now, they should get in
2: contact with you? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. <laughs>
1: and then you can celebrate with them <laughs> that's right. That's right. So
2: some have tried to offer me... Money and beer, and it's like no, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You know? Oh, you can't get you no no uh-uh, tips. Uh, not allowed. <laughs> not Definitely. allowed. I'll get fired. Yeah. That's what <laughs> kind of job is that? I don't. I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to politics. <laughs> yeah. Then I could take that
1: Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Exactly. So you're right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well,
1: y'all, this uh, we've come to the part of our show where we um, ask you a question that you would not uh, have gotten at Gambit or. Um, at your day job Um, so it's called off the menu so I'm gonna ask you Jeremy um, what is your most compulsive habit?
2: compulsive habit?
1: Um. other than drinking beer are you just an angel and have no, no, you don't bite all. your toenails no, no, or anything no, weird. No. Like oh no, that. I got a feeling he's got yeah. several
0: compulsive habits.
1: If you keep beer bottle, I mean that's not. T- I mean that's not. No,
0: that's a little weird. It's
1: it, it's compulsive in a good
0: way.
2: Uh, yeah, that's tough. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> My wife might be. How would <laughs> your how would your wife answer that? <laughs> I don't know. That's just a, this is actually really kind of a hard question. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I've never thought about it. Maybe that's Maybe, maybe that's, you're not maybe self-aware that's, Maybe that's, <laughs> Right That's what I'm saying Me and my wife would know Because Megan You don't know
3: I'm trying to think I can't I can't think
2: Compulsive of anything habit
1: Or your like worst I, habit It doesn't have to be Or a habit That you are You
3: like I
2: to burp I, oh, I do You
3: do like to burp
2: I'm, And they're good too. Yeah, they and, are really and you're like, very
1: comfortable with it You're not Well you. it makes well,
2: sense Because beer yeah. makes you burp yeah. But minor, deaths, uh, like <laughs> I can hold it down, man. I mean, it's how like many beers a day you have on average? Oh, see now here's the here's the twist to everything. I maybe have two or three beers a week at the what? Most. Yeah. How does that, that when makes I started, no sense When I started at all. writing about beer, I actually started. I'd stopped. I don't drink as much anymore. Yeah. Why? I Is it like a chef the, when you, you know when you cook and
1: yeah. you're not hungry at the end of the meal and you feed everyone else and yeah. they're all like. Enjoying it, but like, I don't know.
2: Like lately I've, lately, I've been doing a beer a night. Uh, but that started last week just because it, it helps me de-stress from work. Right. But I, other than that, yeah, I, I've gone two weeks without drinking anything. I'm surrounded by beer, but just didn't feel it. Huh.
1: How long could you go before you think you start missing it? Like
2: I could stop now and not drink. It, it's not. Yeah, I don't need it. You just enjoy it. You would
1: just enjoy the yeah. flavors, yeah, that's but it. you don't crave it. So not obviously, it's not, not like a
2: no, no. I could, I could. Yeah, people are. I'm sure people are going to be shocked. I could stop mm. drinking now and never pick up again. It doesn't matter mm. Mm. because, it, I mean, I like the taste of it. Yeah, but for me, it's like I don't. I, it's not a must have. You know, okay. so, but yeah. That's I, what every alcoholic says. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could quit. All right. Time. Tea on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm All right. I
0: got it. We got to give a question to oh, Megan that and that I miscalculated. Difference. I, I, uh, I thought that. of a question for you, but you know, I'm going to ask her. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe well, he
0: hesitates if. as if like, do you want this? Like, yeah, of course I want. No, yeah, okay. it was like, when are you going to bring your car? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. okay. All right, Megan. I was Here's what I was going to ask Jeremy. You're, you're on, you're going to be on an Island for three weeks and you can't have any food. There's nothing. there. All you can have is unlimited supply of one brand of beer. And you're going to have to live off of that beer. What would that be for three weeks? What would you bring?
3: I know exactly what I would You'd bring, face it up
0: as soon as I didn't even finish the sentence.
3: Yes. What I would, would bring, Um, I think it's called a left-hand milk stout. I think it's, Is it left-hand brewery? Yep. Left-hand it, milk stout. Yes. And it's like the label is black and there's hand, I guess a left hand, <laughs> on it. And it is so good. It's one of my most. And where do you get it? I, th- I think that might be one of my favorites. Oh, Not God, here. yeah, I I got it last <laughs> time in Florida, and then um, there's another one, but I I can't bring two.
0: You only bring one. I can you only, can bring, only one. bring one. It's that's gonna the be that hard one. part. Gosh. Now, would you get sick of it at the end of three weeks and never gonna drink it again because you had to, you know, that was your three meals a day.
3: Nah, I'm a stout girl. I
0: love it. <laughs> well, that's my good husband too, cause just cause made a clone. Hardier too.
3: Yeah, and my husband just made a clone of it. So, because um, after Jeremy told him that um, for when when our baby was oh, born, yeah. he should make, you know, a a stout well he should make a beer you know to commemorate the whole birth thing so he made it and called it mother's milk stout and it's a complete Aww. replica of the left-hand milk stout wow that's yeah well, hold on
2: yeah. i told him he needed to use like boob mother's milk he,
0: oh yeah. we're yes. back on the breast milk yeah. again <laughs> this has come up like six times in the last <laughs> few weeks that's
2: what i told him but then and then it was like i can't she can't produce enough for me to go ahead and brew it and i was like I no, you know what, though? It
0: could be a gimmick. It could just be like 2% breast milk <laughs> or something. Just yeah. add a little bit.
2: But, you yeah. know, the good thing is... This and then it becomes a health drink. Oh, it <laughs> is a <laughs> health drink. It's a health drink already. Oh, yeah, The stout, yeah. I told her, the stout for her, it, it, honestly, it helps her lactate.
1: I was going to I yes. was gonna <laughs> bring it up, but I didn't know if it was... That. My I mother-in-law claims that, that, that y- in Miami, they used to bring
0: the beer, or the thing they did around the country, they'd bring a beer, beer truck around as soon as she woke up after delivering the baby because they'd knock you out back then, you know? Yeah. Completely, you go the anesthesia would put you out, you wouldn't remember pushing, right? Yeah. And then you'd wake up and they'd have the beer truck there and that's the first thing they'd shove down your throat, like, No, I don't like beer. Nope, you have to drink, it's medical. You know, Whoa. and that's what they would do to you because they really believe that it helps you lactate. And it's true. It does. And it's true, right? Yeah.
1: They say it's true. They say it's
2: true. I, I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, but was they say it's beer, true.
1: Was um, beer a medicinal thing true. ever, or was it uh, just. Like, didn't try, like, no, penicillin I mean, like their something? tinctures and alcohols was, well, was medicinal. You got to think. I mean,
2: yeah. it, drinking water was really bad back then. So this was your. This uh, and wine was really your right? only option. Right. Uh, because, and you know, they thought it was the beer rather than the boiling process, which made the water healthy. Uh, uh, so, yeah, they didn't really understand uh, that. So, <laughs> Yeah.
0: So is, is this Megan? Did I get you right? This is your first night out, uh, like about drinking myself. since the baby by yourself. Yeah. Wow. Oh, And
3: I, how old is? And what's your baby's name? Franklin. 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 Michael Capone.
1: Sweet. Nice.
0: Yay. Is he? Yeah.
3: How old is Franklin? He's seven weeks. And he's at home with his milk, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> well, you're well, working you're on making to some come more, come join
1: <laughs> Now, I have a question. Jeremy poured another beer oh, yeah, and finish. i was going to say <laughs> yeah what do we have this you could bring on an island cuz to me it <laughs> smells like bacon yeah
2: taste mm. it taste it
1: all right i mean
2: <laughs> it <laughs> oh, yeah. tastes
1: like chocolate.
2: Yeah, there's gonna be hints of chocolate. Mm. Nice. She's got quite a palate, huh? Mm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like she's a wine drinker, so she should. I don't drink wine at all. Oh, you don't? No, no. no. I don't she drink wine she, just drinks,
1: she
0: just drinks gin out of like a shoe. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is definitely. I mm. you know she Smoked drinks a lot. A keeps malt, keeps going. I don't, there, so beer, yeah. I don't drink beer. I don't drink wine. What's left? So
2: this is a malt. This what, is a porter. A porter. So, what is the What does that mean? Uh, it's just the style of beer that it's brewed. That's it. I mean, it's you have ales, you have lagers, and then there's the subcategories of each.
1: Now, does it not have as much um, foam mm. for any particular reason? That's just the way you pour it. I mean, does that have anything to do with beer?
2: It'll have to do with the carbonation, how you pour it.
1: Yeah. Does that affect the flavor? No. I mean, do people care about the foam? Oh uh, sure, some the people are like I've got to have
2: you know this amount of head on it. They call it the head. So. Okay. but I don't. Know. I just poured it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's we, you know a lot of people don't realize that. I just drink it. Yeah, just drink it. In the end, just drink it. Okay, I read your book when
0: uh, I bought it from uh, Argyle the week it came out. He was doing a little book signing over at um, Midway mm-hmm. Pizza, yep. which we love on Ferret mm-hmm. Steve Watson's place. And they were having a beer night too, so that was really cool. They had some special brews there. But anyway, I read that, and I read another. That got me interested in beer history, so I started reading some other things. So I can't remember if I read it in your book or I read it somewhere else, but I think I read somewhere there was like no porter beer like in the whole country. For uh, is that true? There was like it almost died out at one point after prohibition. It was like all you could get was pilsner, basically,
2: right? Oh, sure, yeah. Well, the when uh, the the German wave of immigration came over, yeah, it definitely dominated. And uh, this the ale style did not. I wouldn't say it died out, but definitely almost did. it was yeah, down to sure. like one brewery or something. Yeah. And made it some crazy sure. number like yeah. that, right? Yeah. And then you know this was one of George Washington's favorites. It was a porter. He used huh. to brew that in uh, Mountain Vernon. Now we're so, back to Virginia
0: again. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will always go back. I mean, we'll always mm-hmm. go back to
2: Virginia. At least I will. I don't know about it. Now,
0: now, all these microbreweries, I mean, we're all glad for them because it gives us variety and we get to keep trying stuff. And I feel good because I'm a big localist. I hate buying from anything, any big corporation or whatever. Sure. And so, I mean, we all love these microbreweries. But, I mean, some of them are great and some of them are not so great. Mm-hmm. And some of them have great names and nice bottles. And then the beer kind of sucks. Like, yeah. You know, you, got, you you have a sense of, like, in your opinion, like, like, what – what percentage or what piece of the microbrewery uh, uh, market out there that was available to us in New Orleans would you consider, like, worthwhile and good? Maybe we asked both of you that question. Hmm. Local Out of local beers? Yeah, I mean, all these microbreweries that show up, I mean, I, what percentage do you think are, you're glad they're
2: there and you drink? You know, I mean, you drink, I'm glad they're all and, there. Well, okay. I mean, it's a good thing. Competition's a good thing. Right, right. I mean, how many do you enjoy thing. of the microbreweries? Like what percentage you think? I don't. It's tough because at this point, um, a lot of the beers that I'm getting aren't from. They don't. They're not in Louisiana at all. Right. Right. Um, well, because okay. I've because I've had a lot of them already. Um, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like you. I try to support local. Right. I mean, do do the local thing more than anything. Well, how
0: about this? Let me ask both of you. Uh, maybe we'll start with Megan and then go to Jeremy. Um, wh- what local um, – what Louisiana beers do you enjoy the most? Say two or three do you enjoy the most.
3: Hmm. Um, I almost said uh, the wrong thing. Um, Nola Brewing, their Smoky Mary. I love it. I loved it a lot more in the beginning. I think – I don't know if it's true that they, like, stopped making it as smoky. Is that true? That they, like, kind of toned down the smoke? Because I loved it when it first came out. Like, I was obsessed Really like obsessed. I would go to Midway and crave it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> but it's almost like it's not as smoky anymore. I still love it though. That's
2: I don't know. I can't answer that. Um, yeah. It's the whole beautiful strawberry tastes different this year than it did last year.
3: Yeah,
2: it, dude, who the hell remembers what it tastes like last <laughs> year? So it could be you. It could
0: be the brewery. Yeah. You don't know. Okay. That, I,
2: you, we got to remember our palates change every seven years. Oh. Huh. So I mean, you're you're you what you get used to. It's gonna change. That was like my so.
3: favorite. And then who makes boucané? Is that um?
2: That's Bayou Tash.
3: Okay, I love boucané. As you can tell, I like the smoky things like this. Yes. Um, boucané is so good. Um, I
0: made a
2: pulled pork with some boucané. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was wrong
0: When did you do that?
2: Uh, last year, nice.
3: Yeah. If you said yesterday, we could just like all go. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> not left over. That yeah, sounds <laughs> not awesome.
0: Do that. Cool. Okay, so there's your. There's two years. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Jeremy? What are uh, what are two others that uh, are made in Louisiana that you love best?
2: Um, I really like. Um, of course, I completely just like lost it for a second there. Help me out. Lafayette Ghost in the Machine.
1: Oh oh oh. Parish. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
2: Parish Parish. Brewing. Okay. They do that guy is amazing, man. That's some really good beer. Okay. Good. Um, you know, and, and I, I know for a fact people are going to bust my balls over this one, but Abita. <laughs> I mean, it's good one? beer. Um, what's your I, favorite Abita? Oh, well, I don't. I, that's I can't answer that question. Strawberry, probably. All right. And, and I know, like, I'll, yeah. thank you. No, you just all the beer nerds out there are going to be like, you suck. You're not real. Thank <laughs> you. But uh, yeah, I mean, I th- th- I just had their pilsner, which was really good. The seersucker pils. I actually really enjoy that. So oh, is it nice. kind of
0: cliche to say Abita because that's just the one that's been around the longest and all that around here? It seems like and it's available so widely. Is that why it's not cool? Why, why the beer Or not is food? it like our snobs? Like the beer nerds snobs and everything. That's Abita. what I think. They hate Abita. They hate it. I have right. to
3: smack Grant upside the head sometimes because I'm like, dude, I, we used to love a beer. I, mean,
2: for, for, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't are there speak classes that of beer
0: nerds, or... by the way, too? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for example, within like uh, New Orleans culture, you have lots and lots of subcultures, and then you have the hipsters, which to me are like <laughs> a, they're 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 a foreign invasion. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, of another kind of culture, that, and, and it also judges the other subcultures. At least that's a cliche of it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like all the subcultures can live together, enjoy each other, and blend together and learn from each other, but not the hipsters. They're always like, nope, this is the one way to do it, and it's going to change in two weeks, and I'm going to be the first one to know, and I'm going to start judging people that act like I did two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have that in beer stuff, too? You're waving your arm in agreement. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you have that with beer nerds, too? Is there sort of a, a sort of beer nerd that's very judgmental and oh, has yeah. like a – uh, arbitrary set of rules that they yeah.
2: Th- I mean the beer snob definitely exists and it's mm. bad
0: and it may not be better beer it's just sort of like their rules about what better beer should be right
2: yeah I mean it, it, it's always gonna, it's always come down to individual taste right um, but yeah I mean there's yeah people definitely so, definitely so definitely. what's
1: the rudest but funniest thing you've gotten on your uh, Facebook page or Ooh. blog or
2: the root nobody's ever been
0: rude oh. nobody's ever like Gone crazy at you for liking a beat of strawberry or whatever.
2: No, no. I mean, they'll 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 joke with me, but it's never like Like we get crazy mean hate mail sometimes. You ever ever get any hate mail?
1: We've gotten what our first. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about, yeah, about it. You mentioned the hate mail. That was kind <laughs> you of wanted fun. To, Yeah, go uh,
0: ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I please. I
1: think do. it's hysterical I need because to be like uh, you. huh? I need to be like you cuz well, I'm like provoke, yeah. you know, Well, it's we'll not really in a sense I mean, do this
0: will provoke like a memory in Jeremy. He'll go like, "Oh, this happened to me too." so go ahead. <laughs> share that one. I don't Well, don't, um, don't on think? our
1: Facebook page, uh, a woman from England found us and um, said uh, Ray had posted a picture with a rolling Elvi and some um, roller girls from the Running of the Bulls. And... Uh, in the
0: Rolling Elvi, I was in the Running of the Bulls, yeah.
1: And uh, this woman told us that we were scumbags and, needed, and we should rot in hell.
0: For animal cruelty <laughs> issues.
1: Well, <laughs> we didn't like... know exactly. She said, you should be lined up with the bulls. And um, <laughs> so... Uh, we we went to her Facebook page and there were pictures of animals and cats, you know, like cat a lot of cat pictures and um, <laughs> so I think it was yeah she was an animal activist. Yeah, she and, didn't um, realize
0: that that the New Orleans running the bulls does not involve any actual bulls. They're all rolling girls. Yeah, I was yeah. So, so excited.
1: Confused. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, but before
0: before like uh, before um, Margot could uh, flame back out or just you know wipe her out, uh, our, oh. our our kind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One of our kind producers had already erased the post, so we uh, see. I we am. Lost track, yeah. I'm
1: so nice too. I, I wrote like this. I thought it was witty, and um, uh, you know, I explained to her what yeah. running of the bulls were, and um, that no animals were harmed. And um, and as the Elvis in the picture would say, for. We appreciate her comments and what the Elvis Elvi would say is, uh, ole, ole very much. <laughs> well, that was funny. That was funny. I mean, that was I, a brilliant
0: response. Yeah, Aww.
1: I can't be hostile. Now,
0: Megan, you must get it then. If Jeremy doesn't, you get yeah. for your writing. Yeah. You. Have I also worked work at Nola. com.
1: Oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Come on. Doing crime reporting. Read. I never read <laughs> the comments. Crime reporting? Underneath. Yeah. Okay. I never
0: read the comments underneath because they're so <laughs> crazy. The trolls that go nuts on every story that's in there. Just like it's the me, it brings out the meanest, weirdest people. Yeah. So what's like? Can you can you think of a few like really crazy ones?
3: The worst things were not at Nola dot com actually because like at Nola dot com you can flag comments and you know people would flag them like man yeah, people who would um ask me you know you must have never known anyone who was raped uh-huh. you didn't put the description how do we know if it's a black guy or a white guy I'm like I don't know that's not me um but on my Gambit stuff I got a lot of mean comments because I said that, um, you know, people make me feel bad, kind of like the hi- whole hipster thing. I'm a native, but people make me feel bad because I use GPS in the quarter sometimes. But I just get confused. I get kind of
0: turned around. You mentioned you used the GPS in the quarter. Yeah. Oh, God forbid. Yeah. I know. It was and, bad, too. I
2: remember reading it. <laughs>
3: and it was like, sto- like stories after. Like, you know, it wasn't just on that story. It was like the guy came back on another story I wrote about growing up in my neighborhood in the 7th Ward. And he's like blah, 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 this is all fluff, and, you know, you said you used GPS in the quarter. You're you're not real. You must be a hipster. You must be this. <laughs> oh, my God. And then um, Gambit's policy is different than NOLA.com's policy, where Gambit will never take comments down. Uh-oh, but now Noah
0: you just told all the trolls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. To, <laughs> yep. shouldn't have <laughs> told them that. You know, they get icon <laughs> anyway. They're going so. to do it anyway, yeah.
3: <laughs> and so they he would make up, like, a bunch of other fake names, like, it, he would be under, you know, Jeremy Labadee. How do you know
0: that from the IP address? Or Yeah. Oh, that's no, so funny. Uh, so you, you don't IP hire does. a nerd. <laughs> Somebody used my name, didn't they?
3: Yeah, yeah. Some guy said um, his name was something Labadee, yeah. yeah it, and I remember and thinking, like, and I was like, why well, is Jeremy me. <laughs> being
0: me? you are impersonating your friends now. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah
2: oh, that's funny. Yeah, I forgot
3: about that. Because it's, yeah. not, it's not a common
2: name. Would yeah, you take it personally like and does it bother you at all?
3: Yeah, I'm real sensitive and my little feelings get really hurt, um... My my feelings would get now the trolls are really gonna come, but um, my feelings would get a little hurt because it's like why be so mean? Yeah, it and it's crazy. an opinion piece. Like um Jules Bentley, he just wrote um something about um trying to become clean in New Orleans about you know alcoholism and blah blah blah, and people were really mean to him. And I'm just like that's just his experience, that's his story. He's not saying that this is 100. percent And it was fun. It was I funny it was a great and article. interesting
1: and uh I mean people
0: it's not representative of what's out there it's like the one yeah. percent or the half a percent that that they're that the loudest most obnoxious mm. well, they they when it's out. anonymous like that they would yeah. never say this in public i mean the racist weird stuff that's said too and the really just nasty snide stuff is just crazy yeah.
1: and to me using gps in the quarter i grew up my family has been in the quarter for four generations yeah they a have business. a business in the quarter and yeah. i would get
2: because
1: real locals, we don't know where anything is, too. It's like, it's past the grocery store yeah. or, you know, towards the river. You don't know north, south, east, west. Yeah. Or,
3: <laughs> you know. Don't get me an address. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. me so, it's on Toulouse near this street, near this thing. Well, especially
0: yeah. in the quarter yeah. you want to get lost, too. You know? You want to be able to find it because it's really hard to find a spot and all that stuff. Eh? And it's like, what's there's, there's, there's no uh, there's no shame in that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Finally, validation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So
3: how did y'all meet if uh, you're from Virginia and you're a a
1: local girl? I came here
2: uh, 20 years ago. I went to Tulane. Uh, but I, she reached out to me and said, "Hey, we love your blog." And <laughs> it was
3: really lame and nerdy. <laughs> was <laughs> it, it was dirty? It, it, no, nerdy.
2: Wait, dirty. I was like, "Yeah." Hold on a <laughs>
0: second. So wait, so you and I met through Facebook. You and Argyle met from Facebook. Your co-author of your book. Yeah. And then you're plus one now. You guys met from the internet I too. Because yeah. I'm because yeah. I'm creepy. I see a yeah. pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> you're creepy. <laughs>
3: I'm <laughs> just creepy. I remember. I don't take
0: it as creepy. Do you make any friends like face to face, or all of them start out electronically? <laughs> it
3: was technically face-to-face. Oh, okay.
0: Was
3: it? Yeah, because, um, like, I think we had been reading your blog, like Grant and I have been reading your blog, and I don't remember if we were friends. No, we weren't friends on Facebook, but I just remember thinking that you were cool. And so then... um the Nola Brewing Easter keg hunt the real truth I, I know, <laughs> I'm waiting The uh, Nola Brewing Easter keg hunt I was with my husband oh, Easter, and I'm Easter like,
0: keg hunt Yeah, nice. it was really fun And I was cool. like, oh my
3: god I was like, that's Jeremy that, That's him You know, go talk to him Just go be, go be his <laughs> He friend. looks That guy looks like Buddha It <laughs> you must be Jeremy to talk to him yeah. So you're making your husband go up Yeah, because I knew Grant would like I knew Grant would think he was cool And I was like, Grant, just go talk to him And, and Grant's like, this is like, when
0: Grant's like hey. first getting into homebrewing is yeah. already all oh, cool Yeah, okay. he's first
3: getting into it and he's like mm, i don't know and i'm like whatever to heck with you does he really speak that way
2: yeah no <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds just like <laughs> me <laughs> and i was like hey I that. i'm
3: megan and this is Grant," and so then we became friends
1: yeah
2: yeah that sounds about right yeah
1: all right so how did you meet your wife
2: oh, oh yeah good story actually um so um on I the g- internet strippers.com no no, uh, I was uh, living with my parents Uh, they lived on the um, naval base uh, on the West Bank and I ended up getting a job over at Blockbuster while I was in school and um, she worked at the movie theater right behind the Blockbuster it is right there in Algiers and uh, you know I was
0: the one that's like the glass blowing place now no
2: no, it's all torn down. Everything's torn oh, down over there. Okay, it's okay. Uh, the one on holiday right there. Oh yeah, I don't know it. But uh, it was um, I was a cocky rugby player. I was not fat, you know. And so she walked into the to get a, grab a coke or something and walked out. I was like, damn. And so it just it took me a, a while to get the timing right. But I went and asked her out. And Cold? She
1: said, yeah. You just went it? You were like,
2: no. If you ask my brother. Uh, it's I stalked her for about a week and a half. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, it's a matter of driving by to see if she's at work. I'm not just going to go randomly up there. Is she working today? Um, <laughs> Is She,
1: that girl who drinks Coca Cola. Yeah, right. I I how random. Right.
2: So, but yeah, I, yeah, I walked up and,
0: and, and rifling through her garbage and following her home. That's I, I didn't yeah. know where she lived, but yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I walked up. She was she was selling tickets at the ticket booth, and that's when I, I walked up. Do you
1: remember? Did you save the stub?
2: No. <laughs> no i didn't i do have the stuff from our first date though yeah really i do yeah i, I have i have i see big, you're hiding you're the hoarding sentimental. big big yeah. big, spender, a big a spender here i still have the receipt from applebee's applebee's <laughs> oh no you, you a ruined the story military kid you know i grew up in suburbs it wasn't you know i didn't eat local back then but yeah i mean it was i still have the receipt from that i don't know why i had what you get did you get it. blooming onion no, I got the, I got the <laughs> Applebee burger. <laughs> <laughs> burger. She got a salad. Oh. I know, I know. Yeah, wow. to be cute. but yeah, it was yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was neat. It worked, just worked out. We were a perfect match, and we've been married for seventeen years. Wow! Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, we got married young. I was twenty three. All right. Yeah.
1: Do y'all have a baby beer Buddha too?
2: We do. Uh, she's eight, and she likes to homebrew with me. She's the, she, she's her official title is, you know, hop thrower. She likes to throw the hops in. Aww. And is she, does she, uh, does she taste it too? No, she, um, she used to, uh, but now she won't touch it. She's like, she used to like world. beer and she's lost the taste of beer. She <laughs> used to like hoppy <laughs> beers when she was about two. Uh, and then after that it was like yeah no, that's disgusting so thanks <laughs> now this is
1: a, maybe a silly question my grandmother used they used to make gin in the bathtub and i think it was probably pretty dangerous
2: like yeah probably um Wait, is Sega? beer um Who
1: made gin in a bathtub my grandmother, Your told grandmother me they, of they, course. They, <laughs> but um is beer, uh, is there anything dangerous about brewing at home?
2: You could screw it up so bad and uh, it's just going to taste bad. It won't make you bad. sick or? I mm. don't think so.
1: And nothing's going to blow up. It's not like combustion no. and it's not scary.
2: It might boil over and get, you know, malt stuff all over your stove if you're doing it on your stove. But no, you're not. Right. Well, that's, that's. not dangerous. Accessible. Oh, yeah, yeah it, absolutely, uh, sure.
1: And, Easy. um. So we all uh, mention again too, like when Grant first started out, and uh, for home for people interested in home brewing, uh, where the go-to
3: places or one of the uh, the
2: only okay <laughs> yeah, Bruce <laughs> Talk yeah yeah that's it Brewstock. Talk.
3: Kyle yeah. and Oliver and there's another guy there now. I don't remember his name. But yeah, for
2: me it was Aaron. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, Aaron. Guys, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, he's gone. Where's that? Aaron's left town. Yeah, Aaron.
3: He is, is. he out of town now? Yeah, he lives in Wisconsin. A, works yeah.
2: for a malting company now.
3: Yeah, yeah. But um, they, uh, did he start? He
1: started it. Yeah, Aaron? he did. Or no? Yeah, he, uh, he started. Yeah, he yeah. did start Brewstock. Because I went in there randomly. I think I was looking for a restroom and i was off <laughs> 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 i'm serious oh look i go, go nice pee here. Right? i was i was a had, had a little issue and i was um and they were aaron was so nice
2: yeah he's a nice guy
1: and i really got it i mean i was i mean i don't drink beer. what are beer, the odds so was, of that
0: of all the bathrooms in the city i know i shouldn't have. Into. why did
1: of i have all to the say that that's great all the, the, yeah but anyway he was so awesome Friendly, interesting. Yeah. I, I loved it. I felt like I had walked into like a, some, I, I, I don't know, like some treasure trove because everything was foreign and they were very uh, generous with their, I asked the stupidest questions like I do sometimes on this show wow. and he was very gracious. So that's cool. They're uh, still And happening. I'm sure no questions. Margo, I question, think no. we
0: are out of time, yeah. unfortunately. I can't believe that race bias. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Um, well, our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu, we have been so excited to have you. Uh, the special guest with Jeremy tonight was Megan Capone, and um,
0: well, we can find things about them on our website. We'll be uh, we'll have all the links. Uh, anything else you guys want to plug? Anything? Um, why don't you tell us the way, if, way to find your? Um, I don't think we ever said how to find your blog,
2: Jeremy. Uh, just www.thebeerbooter.com. All right. Megan, anything to plug?
3: Yeah. um, Grant, um, his brewery website is um, www.facebook.com slash laughing (laughs) troll.
0: Laughing troll. I love that. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. I'm going there right after this. That sounds great. Well, we'll have links (laughs) to that on our website. It's neworleans.com. You can direct folks to to, uh, find find it there. Um,
1: And we want to thank tonight our um, Petite Pet Care. For loving care when you're not there, PetitePetCare.com.
0: And especially appropriate tonight, of all nights, is to thank Monkey Hill Bar on Magazine Street. At Monkey Hill, you can enjoy, ready for this, a five-hour happy hour. Is it, I mean, should it shouldn't it be renamed at that point. A five-hour happy hour <laughs> every weekday from 3 to 8 p.m. Uh, so you can start early, and every Tuesday is also Taco Tuesday. You can get Coronas and Margaritas and uh, Sangria specials plus plus two dollar tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: well, that's it for tonight's show. Thank you, Jeremy Labadee no, and um, Megan Capone, for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time on Midnight Menu Plus One. Till then, I'm Margo Moss,
0: and I'm Ray Kanata. Good night. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Margot Moss, Grant Morris, and me, Ray Kanata. Our technical director is Chris Keogh.
1: You can find photos from tonight's show on our website, itsneworleans.com. On itsneworleans.com, you can also check out our blog. You can listen to lots more episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, including Out to Lunch, Happy Hour, True to the Game, and Mindset.
0: You can hook up with me and Margo anytime by following Midnight Menu Plus One on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also Google Midnight Menu Plus One, and we come right up.
1: The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to us by PreSonus Audio. For more information about PreSonus recording equipment, go to presonus.com.
0: Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For all of us here at Midnight Menu Plus One, thanks for joining us. I'm Ray Canada.
1: And I'm Margot Moss. We look forward to seeing you back here next week on Midnight Menu Plus One.